Tonight, I can report to the American people and to the world that the United States has conducted an operation that killed Osama bin Laden. We continue to follow the capture and killing of Osama bin Laden now. Those are just some of the scenes overnight as thousands of Americans gathered in celebration of Osama bin Laden's death. Former Navy SEAL Rob O'Neill says he has thought about the mission every day since that May Day in 2011. From multiple conversations you had with Rob O'Neill over the past year and a half, how'd you get And you described that his head kind of exploded yes. when you hit I, him. Yes, I actually hit him three times because I shot him twice when he was standing and once on the ground. That is the fucking American badass. Go, go, go. We are not going for fame and we are not going for bravado. We are going for the single mom who dropped her kids off at elementary school on a Tuesday morning, and then 45 minutes later, she jumped to her death out of a skyscraper. If you need help, hang up and then dial your operator. I'm Rob O'Neill, and this is the Operator Podcast. What's going on? Welcome back. This is uh, episode 24 of the Operator Podcast. I am Robert J. O'Neill, your host. And, uh, Lots going on in the world, but what have you been asking for lately is if I will finally interview someone, so I am going to interview someone. He is uh, my older brother, Tom O'Neill, from Butte, Montana. Hey there, what's Hi, up? Hi, Tom, how are you? Good, Robert, what's happening, man? I'll tell you what, it's colder than I remember up here. Um, just being around this, I, I, I do. I remember standing up on top near the Big M looking down at the city and seeing all the smoke just coming out of people's chimneys and whatnot because they're not going anywhere. Well, we got... Uh Sub zero, real serious sub zero temperatures coming up uh, Sunday and Monday, like down to back down to about thirty below. That's insane. To where you can see the the water, not the water, but the mist from the Berkeley Pit rise above the, the Berkeley town. Berkeley Pit, it just it haunts, <laughs> just, just hovers above the uptown area, and just I don't know. It's, well, it's, since you started it, all right, and I'm interviewing you, can you tell? My listeners about the Berkeley Pit and what it is. Berkeley Pit is, uh, I, th- I think it was North America's largest open pit mine. It shut down in, uh, in 1982 when we were growing up here in the mining city. Uh, Butte, uh, the whole, uh, well, it's built on a hill. So uh, uh, a big vein of copper was found. And mm. uh, naturally, uh, underground mining uh, became the, the reason people came to Butte uh, during its heyday in the early 1900s. Uh, it wound up being a... Uh, they discovered how to uh, how to pit mine more effectively, and that kind of took over. And it, uh, it it's a uh, mile deep, about <laughs> and yeah, filling and filling with toxic water because all the underground mines were shut off, and the uh, the, the groundwater you know, made its way into the pit where it's been steadily rising since 1980. I had heard that every year at least one flock of Canadian geese flies over and lands in that thing. I, I, it did happen. There was, I, I, I know it happened twice at least that, that, <laughs> that uh, uh, an uproar happened. Uh, I think it was the early 90s when a, a flock of Canadian snow geese landed there and they just didn't, they, Died. Didn't, they didn't make it. I'd heard also stories of, because uh, uh, Montana Tech, the University of Montana, I believe, are we still calling it that? It is Montana. It's, uh, well, we call it Montana Tech. It's got another official yeah. name now. Uh, it's affiliated with the University of Montana. But, but that and that, but that's uh, the college on the hill up here. I went yes. there for a whopping twelve credits. <laughs> you, you and I are racing to see who can get a degree. Because <laughs> uh, I'm forty six. Yeah, and our nephew Colton is kicking our ass. He's doing well. Yeah, yeah. he. Yeah, I think he's. Uh, yeah, he's one of the switched at birth type kids. Because I know the rest of us. I've seen what happens. <laughs> and on that too, um, Butte, man, it always is so good to come back. Uh, I did a podcast this weekend with Bill Foley. 
Yes. And the feedback I've been getting is, I'm going to try to do this, not drop so many F-bombs. I guess they were kind of rolling out. But, you know, yeah. it, it is what it is. You never let the truth get in the way of a good story. And and uh, speaking of stories, so so I'm able to tell stories. I'm pretty good at it. And I, I usually credit you with t- telling me how to tell a joke. like a, really? But, like, not so much in the punchline, but just someone thought of how we got here. And I think you told me a joke. I'm, I'm going to ruin it. Um, there was that joke about a dude was in his house, and there's a, a, a – pounding on the door and the guy opens his door and there's nothing there and he closes it and then there's another pounding on the door and the guy opens it and he looks down and there's a snail and he just chucks the snail across the yard and five years later there's a pounding on the door and he opens it there's a snail and he goes what the hell was that all about <laughs> i think you told uh, me that. i don't know if my delivery is that smooth but no well, thank you That's, yeah I'll, but, I'll take credit for it yeah I never let the truth get in the way ever. of credit. Ever. Or, no, ever. Ever. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's it's just like that growing up and, and trying to be uh, – trying to learn how to tell stories, too. And I'm able to do that now, even even with the Bin Laden raid, when um, even guys on the second and third floor – because my nickname was Nizro, Navy SEAL, Rob O'Neill. Mm-hmm. They were even asking, who got him, who got him? And they said, Nizro. They're like, we are never going to hear the end of this. <laughs> so, um, Butte, Montana, growing up, what was that like? Uh, at first with McKinley. I know what it was like. And – uh I just think it would be more fun to roll off each other because I'm. I, I, why am I answering my own questions? What was it like? McKinley, uh, growing up, uh, McKinley Elementary up on the hill is kind of like uh, uh, Burt Reynolds' school in the longest yard, but with a better football team. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. No, it was. It was a tough. We uh, we grew up in a pretty tough neighborhood, as it as it turns out. When you look back and you look, I'm just I'm comparing a list of former neighbors to the Montana convict <laughs> list that people yeah. serving. Oh, there's a guy. There's a dude serving time. Lived a half a block away from us, kidnapping and like not not not. You know, it's not like wire fraud. They no, know, they're, no, they're these were legit. No, like this, they're taking people. Yeah, that's funny. Reckon <laughs> next to the police ledger, I'll I'll sometimes read the obituaries and just say about damn time. <laughs> uh, oh it was I. I didn't think I didn't because uh, it's a butte tough and that's real. Yeah, and there are I mean just some legit tough people because that was, that was mining town and uh, um um. They just, I didn't think it was a tough neighborhood. I just thought I got my, I, didn't I, I, my I thought I got my ass kicked a lot, and I, I just ran away from kids. <laughs> no, I thought it was completely normal to be like. I remember you had the you had the hospital right across the street, so there was the ambulance entrance, and I thought it was completely normal growing up to be cornered by kids on bicycles and having to scream, <laughs> and then get saved by your grandma. She, no, she, she was the biggest badass on the block. I know she, and then she'd give him an apple, whip some kids' ass, because this is back when you could. You could you, beat your you kids. You could whip a kid. You could you, you could whip other people's kids. <laughs> they expected you to, and it wasn't just uh, yeah. Make sure he's home by the time the streetlights come on. Make sure you kick him in the ass too. I think yeah, kick him in the ass is one of the terms. What, a, of a, what did we do? What did we do up there? Because I never I never thought we were poor, but we were. Because no. well. um, I didn't. I'd have to go to to Derek's house to play Nintendo. <laughs> um, well, I mean, what what would we do? What did we do? Well, we had bikes growing up, of course, and Butte's also the hometown of Evil Knievel. Remember the we oh. would we would fashion the the homemade. Well, we could. We're, as I said, we're on a hill, so you got gravity working in your favor or disfavor, depending on how you're going to do this. <laughs> depending so, on your attitude. You know, and we were growing up again in the late seventies, early eighties. Remember those kids would have the chopper bicycles. I that, do remember those. Yeah, but then we'd make our own. We get a couple two by fours because they were always laying around. <laughs> Put yeah. a couple of bricks up and make a, a homemade bike jump, and have and then remember lining up the kids to see how many kids you could jump. Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> I and, was always the asshole uh, at the end. The end. Yeah, okay, we can't go that far. Yeah, it was. 
Tom's the limit <laughs> today. That's funny. So, um, McKinley, and then, yeah, that was it. The, the, I, I remember um, sleigh riding, and that wasn't right. safe. Not by any <laughs> stretch of the imagination. No, they we, again on uh, going down the other side of the hill you had in front of the hospital, Chester Steel Park, which is about a twenty percent grade. <laughs> yeah, it's a serious one. It would it would be rated at least a. Blue, a, bl- a blue square <laughs> for skiing. But then you remember the end. So that's a big picture. If you can picture this big hill in Butte, mm-hmm. Montana, and there was like that other hill. It almost looked like a on the side of a, a green and golf, and then it drops Into off the to street, the street. That, There's that, no fence. That hill came later. <laughs> okay. They did that instead of a fence, well, though. It didn't work. No. <laughs> it worked horribly. And in fact, that was the goal. If you could shoot over the second hill into the street uh-huh. and almost get hit by a car. And then, then, it, then it just turns into a game of Frogger. <laughs> you were there the day when we went barreling down the hill, right? Uh-huh. That? Oh, the that? barrel, yeah. That's, yeah, it wasn't a barrel. It was, we, we refer to those as adults as a garbage can <laughs> in a park. <laughs> With rusty nails. Yes. Those are the handles. That was that was, that was was a carnival in your backyard. That I, was... it, that's so crazy. It's like, hey, you remember George? You got hit by a car sleigh ride, and you're like, again? <laughs> <laughs> when, of, of course he got hit. What's, he's awesome. What is, yeah, because he's, he's speed he builds up with that uh, lift off. Uh, yeah, I remember that. So the, 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 the sleigh riding was fun. And then uh, before we moved, and I. We weren't really into basketball, but you guys put that hoop up on a <laughs> oh, on was, the side of a barn. That was just because we liked combat. What was it? <laughs> that was it. Because I remember you called your team the Sweepers. <laughs> you and, it was like the, you and, the are like the Lakers, <laughs> and, and that, that, that that was that regular season when the tournament came. We were the Ground Robins. If you can remember this, uh, if you can remember, because this is I wrote questions down and didn't bring any of them. That's all right. Um, you used to have a move. <laughs> Anytime, I love you, man. Anytime I think of you having a move, it just, it's just—it's like it's not like James Worthy showing up, but you no, had a—you had a move where it's kind of like John Daly showing up. But yeah, it's, it's, John Daly just smokes more. <laughs> um, but uh, um, a move where you because it was so close to that fake garage. It was a garage to nowhere. The thing that that that. I, I think there were dead bodies. In there, there. I, I think there were, and I think Grandma Georgia put them there next to a big pile of apples. <laughs> <Hey, laughs> shut up! Need an ass kicking. But you had a move where uh, you'd like kick one leg off the haunted barn door, and then you could dunk because the hoop was only yeah. But you're going backwards. Yes, and up at the same time. <laughs> and if, if you and avoiding Georgie and that fucking trash cans rolling down the alley. But <laughs> do you remember what you called that move? Uh, <laughs> I think it was a cry for help. Is what it was. It was, yeah, that's all it was. It, 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 no, it was the sweeper swoop. The sweeper swoop. Yeah, you remember that? I remember that shit. That's that was the best I could come up with. Yeah, it's pretty oh. good. You and uh, you and Joe Kelly, I think. Jumping were... Joe Kelly. Yeah, we were uh, we were all yeah. As I, I mentioned, we were the ground robins in the, the tournament that came up. Um, yeah, we had a <laughs> we had a, a backdoor yeah, uh, basketball tournament in the alley but uh, in only... the springtime with mud, where it wound yeah. up suspended because the police showed up because it turned into well, it, it went <laughs> na- naturally uptown, but it went from. Um, playing basketball to throwing mud balls at cars going by. Yeah, it was, like rock fight. Well, if you want to get technical, yeah, it's so like it what's 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 red and bad for your teeth? A brick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, that that the the because uh, um because Derek because so Derek's my friend, uh, mm-hmm. he's my agent, and then you and Jump and Joe Kelly were that'd be a great band. 
four of us? John Pen Joe Kelly. Oh, just, <laughs> just the, the name. name. Just yeah. The name. We don't I don't even we don't even need an instrument for the name like that. <laughs> um no, but uh, so Derek was my age, you guys were older, so yeah. naturally bigger. Well and we had well, I mean we're not, you know, just, we were four years older. So yeah. we were seniors in high school when you guys were in eighth grade and we took full advantage that of that. That didn't stop you. <laughs> <laughs> but so then we had that hoop put into Derek's house, and we're talking a matter of twenty feet apart from each other. Just mm-hmm. uh, like two they look like uh, uh, half court gigs. But so we would go down there and practice, and like we're right next to you, and then we we have the big tournament or whatever. You didn't hold back. That that's good though. I think that growing up you shouldn't hold back. Too many people are helicopter kid, uh, helicopter parents. They you know, like we didn't have we didn't have play dates. We had to get the fuck outside. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we, oh, we we probably wouldn't have you know done badly from a little more supervision. But what you know, what it was the eighties. What are you gonna do? Seriously, and I think we're fine because I was talking to mom about that yesterday, and she's still teaching. And uh, it was back in the day where I mean, it, this is going to sound horrible, but you you could bring a gun to school because you might go hunting at lunch. So you have oh, a gun, yeah. and if you don't want your gun stolen, you bring it and put it in your locker. That's bringing a gun in school, and I don't remember as shooting. Well, nobody went in there with intentions of, of no. shooting anybody. I mean, there, I'm sure there was teen angst, and there was. Uh... Oh, I had intentions of shooting. Oh, well, a lot. I mean, okay, well, not all of us had intentions of shooting someone. I mean. <laughs> uh, but I, no, I mean, it never came to that. So it was just a weird. So, the, so okay. So we're at McK- McKinley and. Diamond Street, and they tore that down. That, t- that that was like tearing a piece out of a. Well, they just tore our block. It yeah, just, they just tore our house and that fucking barn down. <laughs> yeah, but Allie's still there. You can it still, is. You can still see the trail of tears that leads to Clark Street. It's. Yeah, well, that's gone. Derek's house is gone. Uh, yeah. the, uh, even to the to the east, part of some of those buildings are yeah. still up. But then you get the is that is that really one of the Knievel's house on that hill? Because I'd always oh, heard it one? was. I'd, yeah. I always I, heard it was, but I'd never seen anyone go in or out. It was nice. It looked nice. No, I don't think it's. I don't think that's. I don't think Knievel had any any part of ownership there. I know that he's further downtown. Uh, yeah. On the, by the airport. I just heard one of the Knievels lived there. Knievels I, are from Butte, Montana. Everybody, and uh, I mean, if you don't know, I'm not even going to tell you. Yeah, the, if we, if the, you don't the, know who the Knievels are. I, I think. Well, normally because they'll say, uh, "Yeah, he's Butte tough, like evil Knievel." I'm like, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I can live with that. Evil was just uh, <laughs> evil. Really does embody the kind of the attitude of Butte, especially as he got yeah. older and crankier. I'm going to get famous for wrecking. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did his, I think his first oh. big jump, this is, I think it was 1967, he jumped, uh, no, I was born in 71, so this is uh, way before my time, but I, it was the Caesar's Palace jump that where he had a yeah. horrible crash, and they, he kind of gained fame from that. I was told that story from a different angle by Father Don Shea who is a Butte priest who happened to also be, I think, a two- or three-star general in the Army. And I was going through SEAL training at the time, and I just heard, oh, Father Shea, maybe I can see him. And I learned early on in the Navy, you don't just invite a three-star general here without Uh telling people. It's like sending Joe Biden to the border without cleaning it up first. (laughs) So uh, Father Don Shea, we went to dinner, and he told me his version, he was there. For that evil jump, and if you haven't seen it, everybody, it's just Google evil, Google evil Knievel and Rex, and you, you'll have a few pages. But but the famous one at Caesar's Palace is when he went over the handlebars. Uh-huh. They overcompensated, and uh, he they thought he was dead. Well, he probably should have been. He dead. should have been dead. Butte tough. He's not. So Don Shea, he went out there to deliver his last rites. <laughs> Which is what you tell someone <laughs> when they're dying when or you dead. Just got thrown off a motorcycle. Yeah, in at Vegas that, and so, and I guess Evil Knievel said, "All right, Father, 
my family definitely saw that, so they're coming down here. Someone quick, get that broad out of my room. <laughs> that, oh, my True goodness. or not, that's what his story, not mine. Never let the truth again. Ever, ever do that. Uh, yeah. So yeah which, the, but that, and again, that gave us the uh, inspiration to fashion our own jumps, I think. <laughs> and, you know, it, we couldn't find the broads at that age, but we did what we could. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you do you make do with what you can so it was uh we okay so so butte montana uptown sleigh riding sweeper swoop and then we moved and went to uh we all started going to butte central yes what was that like what is butte central anyway uh small uh private catholic school mm-hmm. um uh i don't know just that's that's where we grew up uh kind of i kind of got into it through uh through our parents both were graduates yeah. and then our, our my dad our my dad our, dad. our father introduced me to uh, maroon basketball at an early age, and I kind of fell in love with that. And I mean, I never really played, but I'm involved with it now through mm-hmm. public address. Oh yeah, no that. shit. So uh, no, I think you're one of the best in the state. Well, I mean, th- thank you. I think I am as well. You're <laughs> excellent. You're excellent. This you just sell. You just just you don't you don't sell yourself at a high enough level to uh, just let's go work for the Knicks. <laughs> I'm sure they they, they always want me. Nah, the only difference them. between the Butte Central Boys basketball team and the New York Knicks. Is oh, the Central Boys play they, defense. They, yeah, they, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they actually have a shot at the NBA title. <laughs> um, yes. I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't play really until um, junior high. Um, mm-hmm. But I always remember. I, it never occurred to me again with Uptown Butte being as tough as it is. It didn't occur to me um, what great athletes that we have here because we live here. And I mean, but you got to figure. Growing up, mother, I'm talking every sport, at wrestling in Butte High. Yeah, they had a, that. Gee, they, had they the brought, like what, we're on 15 and 15 titles in a row or something. It was, I think, I think I want to say 16. So, it was amazing. We'll get a hold of Peniscal Noel for sure. Yeah, yeah. Him later oh yeah, we will. Um, but but it never. It's just never. I it just, I just figured it's like you know being from New England in the in the early 2000s. You're going to win a title eventually. Yeah. It just and Butte Central <laughs> didn't have that many people at all. And no. they were competitive and everything. Mm-hmm. But when, um, they still are. In fact, they're, uh, right now they got like they're right around 130 kids, and mm-hmm. they're uh, not. They're the second level in Montana athletics. There's cl- you know, double A and class A, uh, cl- double A being uh, Butte Public mm-hmm. High School, mm-hmm. the Bulldogs. Yeah, oh, yeah. And uh, I got to give a shout out to the Bulldogs too. Oh yeah, they're doing. I mean, they've and they've sent people places like uh, Colt, Anderson. Colt Anderson is my favorite story. Is my favorite story because I think his senior year he didn't his team no. didn't win it. God bless him. Then he walked on to the University of Montana, and then he went pro, and now he's he's coaching the Bengals. Is he, is he yeah, he's coaching the Bengals. Yeah. Yes, and I mean, going and to the and Bowl and the, and if, if that wasn't enough, to to uh, like you should be able to look at like I can look at a dude basically. Well, not anymore. I just know he could kick my you can kick my <laughs> ass. Like Colt Anderson, you can look at it and know he's an athlete, but he's also like devilishly handsome. Like oh, what, movie what else? Handsome. What else do you need? Uh, funny Colt Anderson story. He um. Uh, his clothing line up top. He he wanted to get a shirt to you, and I, you know I don't run him very often because I don't you know hang out with a lot of NFL players. Believe it or not, <laughs> so I uh, he's got a booth up. Don't there. you don't you be plugging his clothing <laughs> company on my. You just you, I saw you reel as you said that. It was <laughs> that's at rjoapparel.com. So he had this RJO Apparel shirt. He needed he, he needed to get from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. So I, in the Headwaters Country Jams and this big this big field at the stage, and so I see him from about fifty yards away, and I just hear Hey O'Neill. And I look over, and it's Colt Anderson running at me with a full head of speed. Oh, now, God, that, no. That'll set you back. Yeah, he, uh, if you don't know who Colt Anderson is, he, he, he was a defensive back in the NFL. Uh-huh. And if, in order to get to the DB level in the NFL <laughs> and, like, and be from Butte, Montana, like, this guy's special. Oh, yeah, he is. And, um, uh, but, again, a great story with the uh, high school team not winning. 
a game and then nobody giving a chance at the University of Montana and he goes on becomes a captain goes to the NFL and he's just yeah. doing great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome guy. He was I I loved him because when I um not because but I just assumed if you play like Robbie Johnson you play for the Mariners. Mm -hmm. you, he'll get me tickets. So I didn't realize until when I got out, people started asking me for shit all the time. Uh -huh. He was one of the guys. He's like, "Hey, Colt, how do I get uh, tickets to the Bills game?" Well, I'd go to, I'd try StubHub. Yeah, Ticketmaster usually works. That, for that, me it's worth great. It's crazy. <laughs> you trade them sixteen digits and a date, and they give you tickets. Just like this as one. many as you want. <laughs> <laughs> well, can I get one for? Sure, you can. Yeah. Mm -hmm. StubHub, RJ Apparel. <laughs> <laughs> so that is funny. So, uh, um, yeah, but I, I mean, I didn't realize how. how okay. You, uh, we're we didn't realize we're tr well, how, what's the altitude here? 5,500? Uh, right about it's over, it's over yeah. 5,000. I know, it, I mean, because like right now, um, I, my lips are chapped, I got a whatever facial shit going on <laughs> because it's altitude. We didn't really realize you. So, tell me about cross country. Yeah, uh, I, I ran cross country in high school, and well, our, I again got into that through our father who was at that time training for marathons, and uh, yeah, got into that, had a little success, ran uh. Uh, late 80s, I think my, my 89 was my senior year, and uh, yeah, just great, great times. And what do you have to do to get to be all state? All state, you got to be in the uh, top 15 at the state. What place were you? I was, I was fifth my junior year, and I think I was 14th when I was a sophomore. Really? That's uh, awesome. Senior year, I just took off. It just, you know, we, well, we, 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 we're going to rest on our laurels, and you know, we don't really need to train. And yeah, I know, happens. I know <laughs> us, and I've seen us do it. <laughs> one of your, um, I'm not going to bring up a lot of names, but one of, uh, can you tell me the story? Because <laughs> towns in Montana has a very yeah, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. But you can you tell me the story recently of uh, when you got pulled over oh, in your van in towns in Montana and what you said to that? Co I don't back, want to tell your story because it's so funny. I had to come back, uh, yeah, from our cousin's wedding, and this yeah, this is back with my my wilder days when I I, I was driving with no license. You know, so I shouldn't have been out there. I mean, you really had four tires on the dance <laughs> Which you just, you that, you know, retrospect, you know, hindsight being twenty twenty and all. Yeah, so uh, coming out, out of Broadwater County, and uh, I guess I was going down a hill. I had to have been because I, I uh, there, are the, there are the lights behind me. Here. Woo! This is not, not going to be good. I've got, I've got no license. I've no insurance. And they eventually found that. And I asked him if, you know, once they were finally writing the, the charges up. Well, what what are, what are you stopping me for? He said, well, you were you were going ten miles over the speed limit, which meant I, I would be going like <laughs> seventy five miles. This no, it's like yeah. He said, officer, this this van wouldn't go seventy five miles an hour if I was driving it off a cliff. <laughs> they, that the uh, you know again too with love for the city, um, uh, the the athletes, um, the the teachers that put up with us. My God, mm. I didn't realize how bad we were. But then the law enforcement in town. Just I mean, just mentioning law enforcement, mm -hmm. um, Townsend, the people, because the, the the highway patrol in Montana. Remember when they they used to if you got caught speeding. Yeah, was it like a five bucks? Five, five dollar fine. Yeah. I heard a stand up comedian say he got pulled over in Montana, like going eighty, and the, and the cop goes, "That'll be five dollars." Says, "Here's a twenty. <laughs> the next three, three more times, you gave me, just set me up." Oh, that's too funny. Yeah, it, it was a. It, they called it uh, a reasonable and prudent rate of speed. And uh, that was yeah. kind of up to the individual driver, which nobody took advantage of at all. It was the Autobahn out there? It was my goodness. Uh, didn't now when he got you? Didn't didn't he? Like they had a 
Not a lot of funding, didn't you? Had to stay in jail over the. Oh no, I, yeah, I had to. I had to like call home. And you, get, no, you're not going anywhere. You're just, they were going to bring me back to the van, you know, <laughs> especially with the big Superman logo I had painted on the side of it. Yeah, so I got to. Uh, yeah, it was that was a long night. Yeah, but a plus, I, a plus mm-hmm. what was great about that was the same day that you introduced me to the, the uh, Doctor Ken song. What's it going to be? Oh my God! So yes. I, so I'm sitting in the Townsend Jail on a Friday night with some guy who just got into a fight with another guy over cattle or something. And, but for some reason, the earworm I have in my head, what's it going to be? What's it for? Like, That's a solid and of 50 course, hours. And my ex-wife had to come pick me up, so that only t- <laughs> she, yeah. she was in a hurry. Oh, God. What did uh, one of the who was a comedian <laughs> talking about his ex-wife, and he, he bought her fake breasts. And one said, if she had five, it would have been this big a deal. I'd have to put the doctor, had him put on me. I <laughs> screwed that whole. See, I screwed that up. I get excited. Oh, it's- <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, but the law, the law enforcement in the state too, because and I tell people every time I've been arrested, I deserved it. Uh, same here. It's absolutely. not like I not like I was going twenty five through towns and then the cop didn't like me. Well, I should. I mean, just every t- it's exactly the same thing. It's you know I, I knew I should have been driving and still I'm on a highway in a questionable van. The Superman logo on one side. I did, that, that, but you're not making that up. There was a Superman logo. On there. <laughs> no, no. Oh there shit! There should have been. No, it was just uh, had it on the top, just, just, <laughs> so, the, just so the the helicopter has an easier time finding me. It's <laughs> funny. Um, yeah. So, um, but then uh, all state um, cross country, and then then you went to, you went over to the to University of Montana for a while. Yeah, for two years. What was that like? That was that was a big party. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm in radio today. <laughs> And not because I graduated. No, it was, uh, yeah, roommate with uh, Spud Ferreter, uh, Tom Foley for a while, and then our buddy Sean Walsh. Had, we yeah, had just, we, had, yeah. we had a lot of fun over there. <laughs> Naturally, it, that could be that could be a lot of fun. That's uh, it was, it's amazing. This time just flies. That was that was so long ago. Do you ever get the feeling the world is being held together with duct tape? I do. Every day we're thrown some new meaningless drama and the fake news to distract us from the reality we are all about to face. Between the government trying to print their way out of debt, global military conflicts, the disintegration of our most trusted institutions, and a looming food shortage, preparedness is no longer a choice. It's a necessity. And you can trust My Patriot Supply. Their three-month emergency food kit comes packed with tasty, and I mean tasty, breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks. Averages over 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each person in your family. Self-reliance is the only alternative to long-term government food lines. Time is running out. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and save $200 on your three-month emergency food kits while you can. These kits are in stock, and they're ready to ship fast and free. They arrive in unmarked boxes for your safety and privacy. So go to MyPatriotSupply.com before the next crisis strikes. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. The dollar just hit a seven-month low when we all saw what happened with the crypto market last year. Why would you trust your hard-earned savings in unsustainable governments printing their way out of debt or other shady investments? Take my advice. Protect your financial future with something real, gold and silver, from my friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold can help you protect your IRA or 401k with physical gold and silver, or if you prefer, have it delivered securely right to your front door. I've been all over the world, and there is only one universal currency that's always of value, and that's gold. Allegiance Gold has some of the highest ratings in the industry. Five stars with TrustLink, AAA rated with the Business Consumer Alliance, and an A-plus from the Better Business Bureau. 
Go to protectwiththeoperator.com and get up to $2,500 of free silver on a qualifying purchase when you tell them the operator sent you. Or give them a call at 844-790-9191. That's 844-790-9191. We cannot control the Biden administration, but we can prepare for the consequences of their policies. Check out protectwiththeoperator.com. That's protect with theoperator.com or call 844-790-9191. So, I mean, when we were just talking about watching you have a move, mm-hmm. I think I just saw it. That was on the chair here. The, the chair is nice. That's a good move, too, with the, with the lemon cake. Yeah, oh. they installed these uh, barber chairs in the radio studio here, so it's nice to have a lot of uh, that, options. Th- those things right there, I mean, I, I don't know what – why? But it's like they either they either come up nicely, or all of a sudden your day just turned violent. <laughs> yeah. We've all been there. Yes, yes. Oh, um. So, uh, back to Butte. I did. I, I do need to tell you about this. I'm not even kidding. Um, because we, you know, I didn't start dipping until about the Navy, but you dipped before that. I could tell because you, you know, you're speaking of moves. Your go-to move was oh dear, spitting what? in the bathtub. Yeah, that wasn't that why. Was, again, I don't. I was. Is that muscle memory? No, I think it was just plain old rudeness, and I was an inconsiderate teenager. Dad's got to oh. move. Dad has, a, <laughs> uh, and I used to win money off it uh, when we. Oh, when we played basketball, the basketball a locker room move. Yeah, yeah, that was disgusting. Yeah, my dad would pull his. Uh, I would bet my friends. I bet you five bucks. That's a lot mm-hmm. for back. Yeah, back in those days, five the five bucks was. Yeah, five bucks. Five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Speeding ticket. <laughs> yeah, we can go ninety miles an hour with this. That's so awesome. Uh, um, uh, but as I would say I bet you five bucks as soon as. And what I'm talking sweat. Oh, we're, our, we're a sweating family. Mm, oh yes. We, I came in here with this. It's because it's cold out with a, with a hoodie, and uh, I'm sweating profusely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, I would say his go-to move is uh, he'll take his first sock, he'll take off, and he won't even wring it all, out, but he'll wipe his face with it, guaranteed. And that's mm-hmm. his go-to. It's his move. It, you know, you, 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 he does what works for him. I'm not going to question the man's methods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, we're bringing up the old man. You weren't around for this, okay? We went back to his house, okay? Now he's he's moved back into the original house of uh, where he grew up. Yeah. So he's gone back now, and in the time since you know he he, he went to college back in I think '67. Uh, yeah, he did. That's exactly right. What I'm getting at is uh, we found a thing in his uh, his his cupboard. We found some some garlic salt, which in and of itself is usually not, nothing to to worry about. Okay, it, it was garlic salt. It had, it still had the the sticker on it. He, um, somebody paid eighty eight cents for it at Woolworths. Okay, Woolworths closed Woolworths down. Closed. It, it, like nineteen ninety three. So he's got garlic salt. Yes, but <laughs> so he still has that garlic salt that was bought at Woolworths. Uh, but this thing is, it, it, he's he consciously moved this like. I think out of two divorces and like four houses. It was been, it, was been, it wasn't just still at the house. It's been on the no, road. He's taking, this, is, this, is, this is part of his kit. Uh, <laughs> he had the box of whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so it went to those all those houses. Did I mean it probably went to the 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 from Diamond yeah. Street to the the Shame Cave. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, but it's not like he couldn't live without it. I mean, it wasn't a huge thing. It, I, and I, even if it, you know, I've it, gone through things at Johnny's like in the last year. I'll but, spot uh, you a buck. <laughs> <laughs> 88 cents at Woolworths. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it held some significant memory. Oh, man. I, we, do we want to delve deep into that? Yeah, what is what is right. so what what was what was so impactful in your life that this garlic salt needed to be there for the whole? I'm going to salt out. I mean, I would say that's like the, that's not even older than the kids. That's older than the, for the houses. Yeah, I mean, this this 
that, that's it's just the effort that went into oh, moving this. Wow. I don't know. All right, I'm gonna go for it too. Hang I don't on. even think. Oh, shit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's lost my baby pictures. <laughs> no. And then for some reason, forty years later, he sent them to me. <laughs> it, which yeah, um, no. Okay, so going back to the no. move though, because of the dip spit, I didn't okay. start till the Navy. Okay, but. Um, At least you have the I got, a, I got, a t- I got, a, I brought you some, some black buffalo. Right. Have you seen it? I, I, I brought you some, and it's dipped with it. It's, uh, it's. There's no, uh, there's no tobacco. Some have nicotine, some don't, but there's no tobacco. It's food grade ingredients. It's made. Uh, it's just some, some good d- veggies. Mm. The, but, but what I, what I always wanted was the, the, the ritual. Like, like I, I tell people my go-to move is, is I get up quick to eat breakfast fast or have that coffee so I can throw a dip in. And, yeah. like, it just, it's just the sense of having a dip. So try if you go to blackbuffalo.com, use the code the operator, you get 15% off your first purchase. All right. Okay. I know a guy, though. I'll hook you up. <laughs> <laughs> Who could that be? But uh, Black Buffalo's taken over, man. I've seen it get advertised quite a bit. Uh, we're doing a hunt in March. Uh, blackbuffalo.com, you can check it out. We want you to be 21. And yeah. it's, I'm not saying... Just start this, but if you're oh. looking for the alternative. You're saying don't be like Rob's older brother. Don't spit don't, in the tub. Don't do that. For, <laughs> so, for Christ's sakes, what but, do you what? What's cool, you? What, I li- what I like about those, the, um, seriously, the, uh, the, the ritual of it. So check out Black Buffalo. All right. Yeah. So, it's not bad. And, uh, it's, I, I, it's, it's excellent. I'm trying to well, the mint <laughs> right here, and I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. They say, well, yeah, yeah. Born in the Midwest, raised in the South. I just wish there was a bathtub closer. <laughs> if, I, if I had a nickel for every time I said that. Oh, bathtub. my goodness, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I was in the Navy with Tiny. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That, there's, <laughs> just thinking about him, I love him. Tiny you, is But a, you kind of need a bath. Let me explain to you my first real encounter with Tiny. Okay. It was, uh, it was so, a, so Tiny, <laughs> just for you guys listening, is uh, not Tiny. No, and he's, gonna, we, he's, call, we call that a juxtaposition. He's got just a, he's got just a, enough Lithuanian and Irish in him. Uh, yeah. White guy that grew up in South Chicago. Mm-hmm. He's been in a fight. Navy SEAL, yeah. SEAL Team Six. He's yeah. been in a fight. Yeah, people always ask me, does Tiny look friendly? No. Tiny, does, he look does, friend- does he look friendly? Well, is he? No. no. <laughs> so that so having that, I've 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 met him about three hours earlier. It was at your uh, your. Uh, Fox special yeah. in Manhattan. We uh-huh. went there, and Tiny was he was, was on my hand. security guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because he's I, I, when I mentioned shotguns and stuff like that, you don't always need to kill someone; you just need to deter them. Like Tiny. when I said I can sometimes look at a guy and know they can kick my ass. Tiny, Tiny can kick my ass. Tiny, <laughs> Tiny would definitely fit into that category. Yeah, of, yeah. So, so he's so running security, and he, but he looks like a and he, yeah. Anyway, he, go ahead. He sorry. looks like. A, uh, the villain wrestler in 1987 at WrestleMania. If, 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 if you could put him in like a Fred Flintstone smock and have him carry a club. Driving a van with a Superman <laughs> side on <laughs> Yeah, so uh, somehow we, we uh, were going back to our rooms, and, and, and we, it, it winds up just me and Tiny in the elevator. I don't know any story that's ever started out this way. In <laughs> but I'm, 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 tr- I'm just trying to be cool, man. You know, just, just act like you've been here before, which I haven't. <sighs> So I, I say something really cool, like, hey, Tiny, how you doing? Tiny looks down at me. <laughs> he, his lip curls a little bit, and he says, I want meatloaf. I, <laughs> I was going to go out and find him meatloaf. I was, <laughs> and then he followed up with mashed potatoes. Yeah, I want to say, well, mashed potatoes will be good, too. Tiny, I... <laughs> He'd be... Uh, um, I'm going to interview him one day, and... <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he's so funny. That's how he sounds. And he said, uh, hey, is, uh, is your wife still mad at me? I'm like, Tiny, my <laughs> wife 
doesn't hate you. She hates us. <laughs> like, she's you're just, fine. She's, Tiny, it's not that she hates you. She just... She just hates the idea of your existence. It's, it's <laughs> hey, she said um, she was gonna burn your house down with me in it. I'm like, see, see, the, I mean, she didn't mean that. <laughs> she likes to speak in metaphors. It's there's a lot of things going on. And in he that goes, sense. "That's a big house." I go, "You're a big guy." <laughs> okay, so um, so where were we? State champion. Um, oh, can you? Ta- how about like the Butte Sports when Butte Central, your senior year. Uh-huh. The basketball team, you weren't on it. No, you naturally. Didn't, yeah, well, you had shit going on. Sounds like. I, I had the ground robin tournament going on in the alley that I had to worry about. <laughs> it was it's sweet for nothing. Um, so that was a that was a unique time too when when I saw an entire city come together because I was so cool. Because be, 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 I mean, I remember like it was yesterday. But time, she's flying, and that's something we all have in common, man. Time's ticking. Oh, Take man. advantage of every second. Stop being a. Well, I, I, so we. Uh, my, I guess, love affair with Butte Central basketball started, as we said, with, with our father mm-hmm. uh, back when you know when they won the championship mm-hmm. in '78. So we're jumping ahead to uh, my my high school years. Our, our teams weren't having quite that level of success, mm-hmm. um, and, and we our, our concern was we wanted to find out where the divisional tournament was so the ones who were on the team could go party. Okay, so as luck would have it, our our first three years, the divisional tournament, which everyone looks forward to, is being held right here in Butte. <laughs> Sort of so we're now, yeah. Nah, okay. I gotta spit in my own bathroom. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so our, our our senior year, um, not not the best regular season record. We had a lot of young kids. As I mentioned, my uh, Sean Walsh, a roommate yep. uh, from college. Later, he was a sophomore at this time. Turned into- now, how does the divisional? Because tr- not every state's the same. How does a divisional tournament work? Okay, the, everyone's trying to get to the state tournament where they'll, they'll compete for the title, but you've got to qualify for that. So the the state, as big as it is, is broken up into different divisions mm-hmm. and so there's like the western part and then the northwest will be a division the southwest at that time there were only three divisions so we were in the central and we had to be one of i think three uh, three teams to the top three to finish to state but we, we were just excited about going to to bozeman, to bozeman. because because <laughs> we can uh, we, we chip in we can afford one room one with the room, lewis we and clark can get nine of us and we can yeah we and we were so well behaved; it was like we weren't even there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the team goes on a roll, and they uh, they wind up winning the divisional tournament, then going back to state. But we state tournament, we, none of us thought that that would even happen. No. So yeah, but it, I it mean, did. It, it did, and they didn't win state. No, but yeah. they they made it to the championship game. Yeah, and the, the town really just you know just just from from how few people would show up at the games during the regular season. There'd be you know two hundred people to they they make it to the championship game, and the whole town is there. Yeah, and then to drive down to Bozeman. And yeah, was, yeah, uh, and that was, they lost to Dylan, correct? Yes, they did. That is, see, I now when I was hunting, we would go through Dylan, we would stop uh, and eat at Dylan, and Dylan's just incredible. That's what Western Montana is, is the yeah. university. It's now the University of Montana Western. Yeah, well, well, see, they, they keep changing the names. Mm-hmm. But. It's all the same. You can put, <laughs> put lipstick on the pig, like we always say, whatever. Um, <laughs> But uh, I didn't. That was like the first time that I realized there's something in the water in Dylan. Oh, they because they were on a roll for decades in everything, weren't they? Absolutely, and they had. I mean, it's not just good coaching, but the team. Oh, is, the coaching was incredible. The, Craig Finberg. Finberg was, was like he's a guy that wasn't even my coach, and he was like an idol. Uh, and he, and he was a head coach of the basketball team, wasn't he? Yes, the basketball team, mm-hmm. and then they. Uh, yeah, and he he recently well, a couple about probably. Seven or eight years ago, passed away of cancer, yeah. which is horrible. Just, he was one of and the most, he was the yeah the, the what, best guys. Yeah. Incredible coach, incredible mm-hmm. human being, nicest guy on the planet. In fact, you know, even before you know, you had a podcast, or even anybody knew yeah. who you were. He he would I, I I, as our public address announcer, he would 
find me after the game. How's, how's your brother doing? He was a good. He was just a good dude. He raised and and they went on a tear. I had. Uh, I can still do this. I, I I hope Tom Berg is listening. He was my coach. Loved the guy. Love Bergie. Three man weave, get it go. <laughs> <laughs> Every practice. I want to say okay. Uh, uh, Butte Central's number one fan, Coach Ronnie Counts. Uh, yes. A, a developmentally disabled. Oh, he needs a shout out. Great. Okay, this is a great Finberg story. I was talking to Brody Kelly, Butte Central's head coach. Okay. Currently. Now and we don't want to go too fast with all this because I mean. Not everyone is from Butte. The people are saying, what's a Dylan? <laughs> what, is, what is he talking about? They were... So Ronnie Counts, so sorry, I'm just trying to. He was kind of their mascot, kind of the team mascot who would, oh, he was there who would what... follow the Maroons yeah. around. And so uh, they would play the Dylan Beavers with Coach Finberg in, in the, the tournament. Mm-hmm. So a, a lot of times Finberg's teams would, would uh, go further than beat Central. So Central's out of the tournament. But uh, it's still going on. Dylan's alive. So Coach Finberg would adopt Coach Ronnie. As their mascot, and he take them into their loss. So it was just—it's just a good. I, I'll tell you, just talk about some energy and positivity. Ronnie counts. Yes, man, and he was disabled, um, but he knew a lot of shit too. He he does, and he uh, is he, he around? He's, he's still around. And no he's way. Still, uh, well, what's up, Ronnie counts? I hope you hear this, buddy. Yeah, he's he's doing great. Just an exciting. Uh, That's awesome. And all he wants me to do is announce his name as a water boy. That's all he wants. Okay. That's the only thing he asks. And then he's he's out designing plays and just cheering cheering folks on. Yeah, and, man. Oh yeah, he's great. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and then remember Tate Hakala. Tate Hakala. He yes. and he was a uh, he was uh, another great dude that was just so loyal. <clears throat> and like mm-hmm. I tell people, like okay, I am going to brag on Butte a little bit now. Um, you don't realize all some of the quality shit that's here. You really don't. No, the food in this mm-hmm. phenomenal. Now, mm-hmm. when I when I'm in New York and I'll I'll get hash browns with breakfast and I'll say, "Can I get gravy?" and they, she will look at me like, "Why would you want gravy?" I'm like, "Uh, cuz it's a meal." Gravy's a food group in Butte. <laughs> they don't ask, don't ask me my reasons. But they do, man. The Derby is some of the best uh Well, the Derby fillet. Oh god. And one of the best so steaks I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Yeah, I think I need to go back and apologize. To them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, for reasons not to be disclosed, this town's amazing. I love it here. Um, but yeah, the, the food you get anywhere, like we went to the Hang at Five oh, yeah. the other day, and it's just, uh, I had a pasty. I, and I got corrected by, uh, I didn't get corrected, but I said, this is a, if you know, you know, it's a pasty. And, I, and I, there are arguments mm-hmm. about how you eat it, right? No, there's really no argument. There's one way you should you eat? Be, you, you, you eat it with uh, butter first, salt well, and pepper. I, yeah. Okay. And then, then you're gonna put the aforementioned gravy on, mm-hmm. and then you top with a little bit of ketchup. Gee, I don't do that. I do cream. I do cottage, cottage cheese. Well, then you're wrong. That was simple. <laughs> I had a dude from the UK hit me up the other day and just said, uh, "Make sure you're pronouncing it pasty, right?" Uh-huh. He said, "Because we have them in London, and they do. I've had yeah. it. Ha- I've had a pasty in London. Are they similar? Mm, no, the Brits tend to." You know, make it a little off in a good way. Like, they're like breakfast is great. Don't need the that. What's that blood sausage? It's all bangers and mash, oh, as far Christ. as I'm concerned. But you know, well, like with their sense of humor. Um, oh, they're just a touch off. But I think the Brits are funnier than us. They're drier, definitely drier than us. Yeah, it's good. Um, oh, he's fucked, mate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so but yeah, I was just I was just hitting on Butte a little bit. Because, you, I mean, but, like, try to go anywhere else, and you can't really find a pasty. No, it's or hard. not the same. They're different. Butte's got some weird dishes. Too. It's the, like I can't get the same chocolate milk that, or hot chocolate that mom used to make. Like, once she stopped drinking, the never was. You used to torture that poor lady with that hot chocolate. <laughs> oh, my God, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Um, yeah, I'm just, just hitting up on Butte. And then uh, what, what's, what do you like in Butte? What, what's your favorite restaurant? 
Uh, I love pork chop sandwiches. Another mm-hmm. thing you can't you, you can't really find a lot of other places. No, just that's delicious. true. Delicious. And there's about three different kinds of them here. What is a pork chop? A pork chop is a deep fried pork fritter. So what you do is you take your uh, your pork sirloin, and I guess you pound it out. I don't do this myself. Uh, <laughs> they yeah. batter it, deep fry it, serve it on a bun with uh, mustard. But you can get them in a few places. In the city. Yeah, we got Pork Chop John's, mm-hmm. naturally, mm-hmm. the home of the Pork Chop. Which one's better, Uptown or Downtown? Uptown. Really? Yeah, it's, that's the rumor. Everyone says that. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know. Well, you know that up, like Butte has an Uptown and a Downtown. Uptown's on the hill. Uptown, yeah. Uptown is actually the downtown. Yeah. <laughs> when you think about it. Yeah. In terms of how people, I guess, think of downtowns. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's, uh, we're downtown, yet we call it the flats. Yes. Because it's flat. We, we're real straightforward people here in Butte, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> so the, yeah, so the go-to, yeah, I'm, and I'm again, I, I'm not getting anything out of any of this. I'm just just curious about the town, about the state. Uh, well, Butte, you know, big mining town as we mentioned. Yeah, uh, still going on. Uh, well, there's, what are they mining here? Copper and molybdenum. 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 You know what that is? I have no idea. I think we're going to find out on social media later. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure from lives yeah. strengthens steel. Okay, that would make sense. They do a uh, uh, big employer here. Uh, still a, a mining city. Uh, and, yeah, that's about it, Rob. No. Well, yeah, cause, no, cause that, that's Well, because I mean, even uh, being from, from, from Butte, like, um, I was never a tough guy. And I had tough guys tell me they weren't going to – there's no way you're going to – I oh, yeah, mean, well. even join the military. Because that, even being here now is like a stretch. Like, I got to go all the way to Georgia for boot camp. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of, you know, I realized in the military getting there that most people are similar as far as we're all right here right now, and it can be a little terrifying, especially if you're in an elevator alone with them. That, that would, you know, if I was going into basic training after that, it would have been a different, it, yeah. it would have, uh, yeah. Well, do you th- you, so a lot of people in in the military, you're you're there on your first day. You're on the bus to basic or or, or where how you're doing it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the general consensus. People are. I mean, it's it's, it's uh, obviously going to be a different place for for everybody. It's just I, I guess that apprehension is that is that kind of common. Yeah. All right. Um, there's it, and and the usually the loudest person in the room is the most afraid. That's true yeah. in a lot of situations. A lot of people. That's kind of a defense mechanism for mm-hmm. a lot of people. Yeah. What I found as I but go on. I remember um, in in particular, like a dude from Long Island with that New York accent. Oh. I remember two dudes that were in opposing gangs in L.A. and like a guy from South Florida. And you're standing there and everyone is thinking, what the fuck am I doing uh-huh. here? Why did I, what am I doing? But you got to take that step, take the shot. That's the best thing you can do. Well, you know, and you're growing up in a, in a small town. Let's look at how uh, the TV series Showtime with Magic Johnson, they mm-hmm. kind of they portrayed Larry Bird as just that, but they portrayed him as a small town badass who yeah, just they did. doesn't care if you're from a big city. And that's kind of you know I think everyone's it's just different as you're kind of once you, you fear the difference I guess yeah. But once you get amongst it, um, I mean, there's a direct flight from Bozeman to New York now. Like you can just go to Manhattan. Yeah, thanks, Kevin Costner. <laughs> How about can you tell me a little bit <laughs> what your thoughts are? Without <laughs> without getting into it too much. My thoughts are when they do John Dutton flashbacks, they don't all need to talk like this all the time. That's not how we talk here in Montana. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it, okay, that's, it's funny you mention that because uh, the series that's out right now, mm-hmm. 1923, yes. all the city scenes were filmed here in Butte, I know. uptown. And uh, it, it, it's amazing to see what goes on. 
it's incredible how many people they've, they've put to work as extras and how many uh, – I know this is a, just That's a cool. monster – as far as uh, you know, production budget, but they're doing just incredible things. And then you yeah. see it, you see what uh, you know. We, we saw filming all summer long, mm-hmm. and you know they're really tight lipped about what's happening. And well, you can't you can't win the surprise. No, and they they did a great job of. Yes. of uh, I will, all three of them, especially uh, you know as, as we mentioned, Beauty is on a hill, mm-hmm. and they're portraying this as uh, kind of like uh, the Valley area of, of uh, Bozeman yeah. in 1923. So they've got to remove like mountains, and as you look towards a lot of the scene in real life, you're looking towards. The beautiful shores of Lake Berkeley, the pit. The pit. So that that wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, and I, I I'm still watching it, and they're making like they make it like the whole town is Bozeman, mm-hmm. but they're like you're you're in front of the Bronx Steakhouse. Well, it's, it's, uh, no, uh, that's again to us. It's been the Bronx Steakhouse forever, and it's uh, what, what I notice is really funny. Uptown Butte is very historic because that's the one part of the town that hasn't been swallowed by the Berkeley Pit as it expanded. But <laughs> that's you're gonna, true. You're, though. When, when, you're not making that up. The mining, no. yeah. It, it did. It took out Meaderville and uh, a lot of uh, places where our grandparents grew up, and everything kind of. Yeah, the, the, I remember everyone talking about Columbia Gardens growing, mm-hmm. growing up. Yeah, it's not part of the <clears throat> Continental Pit, but since Butte, the, the buildings are so old. Uh, a lot of the advertising, a lot of the, the signs that were painted like to advertise Coca Cola yeah. or, mm-hmm. or or Caporal cigarettes, mm-hmm. they're still there. But I mean, at, at, at present day, and as they were filmed as you know, um, they're included in the. Uh, actual filming of 23. It's really, it's just cool it's, the way everything is It's done. very cool. <clears throat> and they did, I mean, Taylor Sheridan makes the best shows. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, I, it's I, I like the, all this stuff. And I was, you know, because Yellowstone obviously is the first one. I just, <laughs> I just, uh, you know, that one. Not, we, before that show, not all my friends drove dualies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it's funny because they're, they're, you can see how they're marketing it to the rest of the country. Even here at like uh, the local ranch supply store, you're seeing the Yellowstone section. It's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. And uh, I, we, I get a kick out of the people like Montana State football team was awesome this year, mm-hmm. so they were on TV. Even I could catch their games, yeah. and people like when they they had game day here. Yeah, and, in front and of the Cat Grizz game. Yeah. And there's people outside with signs saying, you know, keep driving. Montana's full, and I want to go really. And where are you from? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. No, thank, thank you for pleasuring <laughs> us from Florida. <laughs> you, you Montanan, you're not Beth. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's. Uh, we, we, it, I mean, it's it's done a lot for the for the economy. Oh, yes, yeah, good. And, and it's. Uh, well, well I mean, <laughs> and it's because Yellowstone, like even with Kevin Costner doing doing his uh, his special now on Fox Nation, and he's ta- he wanted to after filming it, you know, you, like everyone, you fall in love with Montana. Yeah. But then he's like, I want to see where our ancestors saw, it. like the, and it's still there in Yellowstone, whether you agree with the government or not. I mean, they blocked it off and they kept it awesome. It's great. Um, I brought my wife Jessica. To Butte oh. quite a few times, <laughs> and then one time we stayed at Big Sky, mm-hmm. and she doesn't realize what she's saying. So she's out on the balcony looking at the mountain, and says, "My God, Montana is gorgeous. This is nothing like Butte." <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> not sure what that's supposed to mean. Yeah, thanks a lot. That's funny, but it is. I mean, and we take for granted a lot of times mm-hmm. the, the natural beauty of, of Montana, the mountains, yeah. and our opportunities. To do. We can go camping and tell me we want to go hunting. Yeah. Uh, um, tell me about hunting. Oh, I'm horrible at it. <laughs> oh, um, well, because we went. Oh, that. F- no, no, no. We've gone, and I got into it. You're good. Yeah. But, so, I need to just back up and caveat this story. Yeah. I, I, I have some friends in Butte, Montana, that I will get on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, they are very unique. Mm-hmm. Some of them are very unlucky. Some of them are very, very funny. <laughs> uh, one of one of our guys is my friend, um Smooth, mm-hmm. for treats. Good man. And he like 
his idea of a fun weekend is to hike across Alaska. <laughs> yeah, he's he's well, I'm going to yeah, I think he comes up you already hunt. Well, yeah, I'm going to put dirt deer urine on my sweat glands. Yeah. I got my sub-zero uh clothes. <laughs> no, he's, so, he's yeah. a, and he's ex-military, yeah. loves hunting. He uh, be good at it. He's phenomenal at it. So, so, so that being said, can you tell the story of so my friend John Milne owns a place out in right in the corner of the Powder River, which mm-hmm. is just again gorgeous place, hard to get on to hunt. Yeah. He has a nice cabin with first world amenities. Incredible. Having said that, how did this hunting trip go? Well, it's about a f- uh, five or six hour. Well, first of all, you got to get to Broadus, Montana, which is going to be the metropolitan capital of this story, <laughs> population seven. There so are you, still people because this is near this is near Little Bighorn. There are still people out there who hold grudges. Yeah, yeah, beautiful you can, area. You can find yourself in a pickle. <laughs> Cornish town, no great people, but there's there we, we you go too broadest, and then you have to go 26 miles on a dirt road to get to this place. And so by the time you know you get there from Butte, it's dark, and it's it's not it's not city dark. It's it's the middle of Montana. There's not a street light for miles around. Dark. Hmm. So it's a miracle I found Timberwolf dark. Oh my! It was so dark. <laughs> <laughs> um, that being said, we all, all roll into to, uh, the cabin, you know, around midnight, and we're planning on getting up in a couple hours to, to head out. And um, well, we wake up, and I had the unfortunate luck of standing right next to Smooth, which isn't bad. Bad thing. He's a good guy to be next to until uh, somebody will just call. Rob O'Neill starts counting people up. <laughs> All right, you two starts assigning people, and I have to stand next to Smooth. And so you send out the uh, radio DJ, who's uh, <laughs> yeah, doesn't get to the gym quite as much as he used to. And we're gonna put him with uh, yeah, Patrice. That didn't work out quite as well on the, the initial hand. It was it was miserable. how so though? What, what happened on the mountain on the hill? Oh well, uh, Patrice claims that deer don't like to smell of marijuana smoke, which I'm gonna debate here. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna say there's offer me scientific proof that that's the, the case. That being said, I remember you telling me when he yelled at you. Mm-hmm. Oh, at which time? When? Well, which there, time? There, no, the time you. There were a lot smoking. Uh, again, we're going back to we're spitting in the bathtub. There's yeah. a lot of shit I did wrong that I, I realize <laughs> when now. He, but when he, when he ran back to you, because he was at this point keeping you within eyesight on the hike up the well, cliff. Yes, because uh, oh, you mentioned yeah, because we were on a cliff. <laughs> he was just making sure he didn't have to carry my fat ass back to the cabin after I fell <laughs> off the cliff. <laughs> No, I, I remember on we had a, we had to traverse this this crevice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I remember I remember thinking about this studio hanging on to what I can only think was a weed, and and <laughs> thinking if, if, if this thing gives, this is not a far enough drop to kill me. This is not going to be a quiet death. <laughs> no, it's it, it's not going to come for hours. They're going to have to look for the vultures. <laughs> yeah, so that. Um, if you, I remember you said when he, you, you were smoking weed, and, you, and he said, what about the deer? Yeah, what's the deer? If they, can, they can worry about their own. <laughs> I, I didn't bring, bring enough. enough. <laughs> I wasn't playing. <laughs> that was, yeah, and then the next day. Oh, go ahead. Well, yeah, they're, they're going to go out doing it again. And I, 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 No, he brought his GPS. We went seven miles. We hiked seven miles. Uh, this, you hiked it, though. Did you, you're going to go on a seven-mile walk. You're no, hiking. it was all day, and it was, you know. <laughs> well, then, then the next day. Yeah, you know, oh, you, God, you, tell guys us what wanted, you guys wanted to do it again. Well, we did. Well, we go back to to the cabin, which, as you said, has it's it's these are prime amenities. Oh yeah, it's like staying in a first class. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. Yeah. I mean, this is this bed that it was just in, smooth. There was, I think, there were angels singing over the bed. It was, uh, so, but we that, did, so we decided to make it easy. Mm-hmm. 
because on one side of this cabin is a big beautiful field with a with like two rivers yeah. on the back side is the the cliff we decided to like yeah, the first the day. so i thought it'd be easier if um if we just did that and so i'm gonna put you and dad and then me and smooth are gonna go just mm. hit the brush and mm. and so um i think i knocked on your door yeah you and up to that point of the day that might have been the only shot you fired with that rifle <laughs> <laughs> but then we went through it and then like the funny thing with dad was uh we put him on the elbow of the river. They like, were going to push. Dad, all you need to do mm-hmm. is nothing. Just don't move. Yeah, don't tell our father that. No, he will move. Yes, oh, he'll move. Yeah. And so uh, we did push him. We heard some gunfire. Um, one of our friends from Boston got a deer. I got a, a buck. And then I saw this monster hog, yeah. huge buck. And then I just hear smooth yelling, Fuck! And then the deer ran away. I'm like, what happened? He goes, well, I went to take a shot on that wall mounter of a deer, and there were two things in my scope, that deer and your fucking dad. <laughs> it's like you just got one. And dad's looking over there, and he just goes, just shoot next time. <laughs> so then tell me, but then, then. Well, yeah. They said, yeah, Tommy got a deer, too, and I'll yeah. let you take it from here. Well, I said, no, he, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, well, the, you. you. <laughs> so this poor, unfortunate deer <laughs> evades. A trained Navy SEAL <laughs> avoids my father's head, <laughs> and uh, I can only imagine Patrice scared him when he, when he yelled, Fuck! <laughs> so this deer, I don't know, I'm still in bed at this point, and I'm mm-hmm. I, with no plans of moving. And uh, yeah, so uh, Lerondo and uh, Durkin were up, they uh, they weren't hunting, they'd filled their tags, mm-hmm. and they died, the, the, again, again there's, a, there's a knock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tom, you might want to come up and, uh, and see this. Uh, yeah. You might want to get the fuck away from the door is what you might want to do. So, um, yeah. So you know, five minutes later, uh, uh, Tom, you beat it. Finally, dude, get up here now. I'm the only one who's got a, a license. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to use. So I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm not so this, de- this deer <laughs> mm-hmm. that evades everything crosses the river, uh, wearing an armband. Smoking a cigarette, just stand there in a field, and it starts walking towards the deck. <laughs> where we, <laughs> so I get the guy. I do what any red-blooded Montana would do. I, I, I shot him. Yeah, yeah. I had to defend the, the turf. It was coming right at us. <laughs> coming right at us. Yeah. So I got to fill it. Yeah, you filled <laughs> that it. First uh, one I did. I'm... I have that picture of you with your deer. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you look closely, your boots are not tied. No, there are no laces in those boots. What I did they say? What, what, well, what, what, I said, what, what do, do I do now? I don't know how to get this thing. They're like, well, first put on some fucking Hunter's Orange. <laughs> My Chicago Bear shirt doesn't count. No, no dipshit, it doesn't. That's Thank so you. funny. That was, yeah, that was the hunting story. I'm gonna, I am going to get the boys on here and tell their version of that story, which is incredible. Everyone saw the events a little bit differently, I think. Oh, it's funny. There were a lot of, lot of things happened. So traveling around Montana, back at altitude, um, getting older. We talked bit. about that, um, and I was starting to get a little concerned about uh, energy and like immunity. Gut health is a big one. People are always talking about gut health, so uh, I wanted to get a lot of nutrition without taking a bunch of pills. So I got with uh, Athletic Greens and tried their product, AG One. Mm-hmm. How is that? It's good, and um, it's so quick in the morning. And I- I'm going to get you some because right. I'm concerned about your health too. Like I said, I grew well, up with this. <laughs> well, no, Jessica back home is. Uh, well, getting on me in, in, in getting a lot more impatient with, and that is all out of out of love. But she wants me to 
start taking better care of myself for lack of a better. Term. I think we we get to a certain age and you need to. So this is a this is an easy uh, easy fix. So it's like getting all of the vitamins that you need, but not really thinking about it. Um, so I'm telling people right now, if you want to take ownership of your health, today is a good time to start. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash the operator. That's athleticgreens.com slash the operator. AG1 is a nutritional drink. You can start your morning ritual with it and um, support your immune system. So go to uh, athleticgreens.com slash the operator. So you, you are a DJ. Yes, I am. And Butte, Montana, Car FM and Town Square Media, correct? In, indeed. So we grew up, um, and they started listening to country here. I have had a problem with one thing in country music. What's that? No one thinks your tractor is sexy. <laughs> it all depends on the tractor, though. No, President. <laughs> yeah, oh, say, you should see the curves on that John Deere. <laughs> I'll tell you what, that gets my pins oil running. I know. I just want to give you a shout-out. Thanks for having me in the studio, too. Absolutely. All right. Cool. I know uh, we're bouncing around quite a bit. We are. Because the hunting, so in between that hunting story and when I personally left for the Navy, kind of a lot went on. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I need to dance around and ask, uh, there's a, there was a place that <laughs> we could go in Butte, Montana, when you wanted an adult beverage, and it was called Brews Billiard. Oh, are we going to go there? We're going to tell a little. Can you tell a little bit about that? Because it's gone. It is. I mean, I don't know what happened. It, it just... was kind of like Roadhouse, but it was more violent. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> none of the bouncers looked like Patrick Swayze. A lot of girls looked like <laughs> Sam Elliott. Um, no, it was uh, it was oh, a, it was it was funny. a rock club. It was a Butte, Butte Montana's hopping rock club, and oh, um, I remember going in there. Um, you don't really need to show an ID. Yeah. I remember one time before, like, I had already joined the Navy, and I'm leaving, okay. so, you know, we got to tie one on. I walked yeah. in there, and we knew the most of the, well, I don't know if there were bouncers, just guys hanging around, <laughs> but we knew the bartender, and I said, hey, I walked up, just as soon as I walked in, I said, hey, can I get two shots of wild turkey? And the bartender goes... Well, man, you want a chaser? And I was like, you're right. Three shots of wild turkey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's what it was like. It, 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 it was uh, the bar on the uh, kind of the upper level. Then you go down a ramp, and then there's a big dance floor. And then there's uh, all the pool tables. Yeah. And then the crowd area. The dance oh. floor? Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Because there yeah. was, I mean, there was just fun live music there. Oh, yeah. Like And, like, the bands, they were good. Uncle Mary was yeah, awesome. Mary, Jeremy Scared. Jeremy Scared. I, I thought they were going to, I think... I thought they were going to go big. They had some really good music. Excellent drummer. Oh yeah, they've, 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 they were good. Very talented. Do you remember? <laughs> you remember that one band that came in from Helena? I well, okay. To, to preface this, there you know, in, in a, there were two big bands in B. We just mentioned them, Uncle Mary and Jeremy Scared, who would kind of alternate. Weekends. Yeah, they're like the same, and they're the same five dudes, just switching, <laughs> switching, switching bands, a different hats. So. Uh, uh, they they would kind of alternate dates at brews, and they'd always draw well. I mean, all the Butte people loved them. You'd go out so and see much them. fun. But uh, sometimes uh, the the stars would align, and both bands would have a date out of town, and so they'd have to. Yeah, there was that one uh, one time they, they they booked a band out of Helena, three piece band. I don't even remember who they were, Horrible. what they were playing. If were they, I don't even. I know they had an original song because I went down there because I had I, I thought I was going to meet you and I think it was Derek after you uh-huh. got done delivering pizzas at the booth. That's right. And I walk in and there's nobody there save for this one lone <laughs> table with three jackasses who seem to be there only to heckle the band. 
I remember they, they played. They were getting ready to introduce. The, I remember this vividly. Yeah, we're going to do one of our original songs right now. It's called One for the Ditch. One of these guys from the table yells, hey, why don't you do three for the ditch? <laughs> yeah, that jackass was you. I remember that. Oh, I, th- I mean, again, to heckling a band. Uh, they're just playing in a band. Why would you do that? And I've done it before. It's like, come on. No, we've asked uh, why, philosophical questions abound today. Why do you spit in the bathtub? I mean, why do you? <laughs> you know one thing that, uh, okay. And I'm saying this because I'm hoping whoever it was in Butte mm-hmm. accepts my apology. Because right. we were at a thing, and like I'd been to the, like Primus shows, and what Primus would have you chant was Primus sucks, Primus <laughs> sucks. So I got this band that I'm saying you guys suck. So you get away with saying that once in Butte. Yeah. Say it again. Guess what happened? <laughs> He's got buddies. So I, yeah, that was just fun. I didn't. I didn't mean you sucked. I mean, I'm, ha- I'm, in, I'm out here dancing by myself. <laughs> I'm not dancing. I didn't. You guys are great. What? So I'm sorry. Would I be showing you the swooper sweep if <laughs> I wasn't? If you guys weren't good. I don't know. Oh, well, this yeah, whole, but the oh. the nightlife. Because remember the the other bar. Which one? The oh. night owl. Oh, the night owl. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had a couple of alternate. Uh, nicknames. There was it was of course the Fight Owl, <laughs> and then but then they changed it to the Nice Owl, but then they had to go back to the Fight Owl. Yeah. Oh man, that was a fun place. Too. That was uh, that was. But I mean, real. look, okay, if you don't run your mouth, you'll yeah. be fine. Okay, two things. First of all, if you don't run your mouth, you're gonna be fine. Second of all, some motherfucker might bring a bike chain to a street fight. You never know. <laughs> yeah, that because that owl was. I mean that that uh, that um parking lot was famous mm-hmm. just there's going to be fights every at well, least it was great because it wasn't paved and it wasn't even so you get the spring runoff and it would be we used to call it uh, lake george for george sampson the owner mm-hmm. yeah it, it just uh, so it, it, it would turn it would it would get ugly i um i actually brought 21 navy seals here um to butte montana uh f- i sold it as a high altitude training mm-hmm. area but it's like we just got done in iraq we're gonna have a blast in butte mm-hmm. uh-huh and i mean we, we had fun it was awesome. They they again said how awesome the food is, but bringing up law enforcement again, so we had like a two and a half three week trip here. Yeah, and he said uh, the cop. I remember the cop said, "Hey, we loved having you. We are so happy to see you leave. It looks like <laughs> dinosaurs just walked through uptown." Well, things happened. I don't know. I remember that trip when you guys yeah, were here. But it's, but it's like it's like the it's you got the Navy SEALs, you get the Butte Miners, and it's like. It's like watching the vampires fight each other in 30 Days a Night. What the <laughs> fuck is... What, except there was less blood in 30 Days a Night. Yeah. <laughs> well, plus, the, after 30 Days a Night, they didn't walk back in the bar and buy each other a beer after it was over. No, they didn't. They did that here. Yeah, that and the here. sun eventually came up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was... Yeah, that's, that's some fun stuff. That's, uh, so, yeah, I mean, just a little bit in between, like, um, joining the Navy. I remember maybe a few guys that joined the Navy. We had a couple guys from Butte that did go to the Marine Corps, did go to... Um, Army and Air Force, and uh, just joining from here. It's one of those things like you, like our the stories we're talking about right now, mm-hmm. and and what what's our what's our grand plan? Like you're you're going to die at the University of Montana, obviously, obviously, and then I'm going to not make it to the NBA because they fear the for the quota of yeah. John Stockton sized guys <laughs> who aren't fast, uh, and then I'm going to work with that, and then it's just yeah. boom. And I say this a lot too. I want you to know your thoughts on this. Think think of a. Think of a thought or a decision that you made in your 20s and it had an effect on everything. It's crazy when you think about that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, w- I would think more along the lines of mistakes I've made. Well, yeah. The moment. That, like, uh, yeah. But uh, mistakes, dude. Sometimes good things can come out of mistakes, they, but sometimes they, the mistakes are hard to swallow. They are. They are. But um, um, 
you learn from mistakes. Mm-hmm. You, I, people learn a lot more from fucking up than they do from. That's true. I think. I mean, the one decision for me based on emotion, joined the Navy. And mm-hmm. just because the recruiter for the Marine Corps wasn't there, think yeah. about how yeah, you got you got Chuck Woolery from <laughs> the twenty five thousand dollar pyramid as your recruiter. <laughs> yeah, so that's, yeah, that's what does that say? You got you got beer here? No beer, just tequila. What's tequila? Uh, it's, it's like, like beer. <laughs> Great, three, three tequilas. <laughs> well, if we're quoting three amigos, man, I say dip, 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 <laughs> that was that was good stuff. What, what do you think? Of, uh, we'll conclude with because I know I'm going to have you on again. Anytime. Um, what uh, What is a decision that you made? I mean, not to, not to get too personal, mm-hmm. that you think was a bad one at the time, but it turned out to be something different, and not even doesn't have to be good, just something different, other than driving your van down a cliff. In yeah, town. that I could have thought through a little more. Yeah, I've been there. I don't know. Maybe um, maybe we're getting back to. I had. I mean, my radio job that I'm presently in, I, I kind of had to make that decision when my daughter was born, whether or not. Yeah. And it, you know, it was kind of spur of the moment, but it, it was definitely life-changing. That's probably not what you're asking. No, that's know. exactly what I'm asking. Um, no, it, it, also, it, I, it, I mean, you're, you're doing this now. I mean, if, for, you, can't, you can't see us. We're in Tom's studio in Butte, Montana right now. And, and uh, just you're good. You're really good. And it's, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a kick-ass job. And you do a, a great job. I'm really lucky to have this. I mean, I'm doing professionally the things that i enjoy doing mm-hmm. i mean i'm this and then my spare time i announce basketball and awesome. playing a well we a few years ago we were a dad band now i think we're closer to a grandpa what's band. your band's name we are higher road i knew that because I, I get i you make memes <laughs> that i think on the entire internet only i get <laughs> there's a very good chance that's the case I, or, yeah because you know what i wanted to do is ask about that but because you you get you you guys uh because there's a sign uh behind me for cory curran god god bless yeah him. in memory yeah, god right. rest him, uh, his soul um but you guys were in um, World Book 19. Corey Curran and I, yes, we were in World Book 19. We never made it to Bruce. That was a little bit after <laughs> Bruce. Make it quite. No, but Corey was in Uncle Mary, so I. He, uh, he so was, yeah, he by, was our by, ticket. Yeah, it's like he was in. He was at Bruce. He made the big time. Oh yeah. I'll tell you what; those crowds <laughs> got big out there at Bruce. Like, there's a, your, your your description of of the double douche is <laughs> 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 too funny um, because now. I am gonna save some of these. We got. I need some cliffhangers. No, all oh, due respect, okay. right. um, because I do want to talk about when you were in um, World Book Nineteen. Yeah, where'd you live? Oh, the Animal House. Okay, yeah, we're gonna, I mean, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna just. We don't need to talk about the Animal <laughs> House. We'll get right. to it though. So it, it all comes back to uh, the hunting friends that we had. Yeah. Some of the stories, because I want to get into the Animal House. I want to talk to Lerondo about Franish. None of this makes sense to anyone listening. But it will. Yeah, we're just we're <laughs> dipping you into the shit sandwich. You know, nobody wants a whole teaspoon of Franish right at the first bite. You need to be. A whole you need teaspoon to be. <laughs> of Franish. And I just feel. I mean, we're eventually going to interview the people who live in the newly refurbished yet the same old Animal House. <laughs> you have no idea where you're living. <laughs> I didn't even know we needed an exorcist. <laughs> Oh. Okay, so closing with that, the Animal House. Uh, thank you so much, Tom, for letting me interview. My first interview. Thank you for having me. I, I appreciate it. I want to say hi to the lovely Jess back home again. A lovely Jess, yes. <laughs> the loveliest of Jessicas. She's the best. Oh, do you, and to your Jessica, who's probably back we, we, home. We both have Jessicas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, with that, uh, get your own Jessica, and you're never out of the fight. <laughs>